He'd always been able to spot a wrong un, and he didn't trust his son-in-law one inch, and sometimes he found himself voicing his suspicions. If only I could keep it to myself, he groaned. It's not her fault, but it's not mine either. The words came tumbling from his mouth, from his subconscious, and he recalled with a prickle of fear that the same thing had happened to his father in his later years. Now, uncomfortably reminded of their common failing, George tried to console himself by a litany of things he could remember, like his name and address, and the fact that he had once been a grocer, like his father before him. Yes. He nodded. His father had been a very successful grocer, who died leaving three shops in and around Brockley in South London, and a very respectable house in which they now lived. Closing his eyes, George could remember serving a customer with biscuits from the deep tin in which the assorted biscuits were arranged in layers, one of each type in each layer, so that no one could complain that he'd given them all the boring ones. He smiled. He could recall the smell of the bacon as he sliced it, and the sight of the dried plums laid out in their boxes, and the new-laid eggs in the straw-filled baskets in which the farmer had delivered them. In Palmetto Street, he opened his eyes. Our first shop was in Palmetto Street. Or was that our house? Is this Palmetto Street? To make sure he knew where he was, he crossed to the window and looked down. And sure enough, he saw the familiar red pillar box on the opposite pavement and the young plane trees which decorated the street. Yes, good. This is Palmetto Street but he'd momentarily forgotten the name of the woman he married who gave him his daughter, Lydia, and a son. Now, what was the boy's name? Frowning, he tried to concentrate. Sometimes a little effort produced a glimmer, but today it failed to produce anything of any value, until suddenly the name Robert came to him. He gave a triumphant chuckle. (laughs) Yes, Robert, that was it. So where was he now? Robert. Robert, he muttered. Wherefore art thou, Robert? Damn memory. He could summon up a quote from Shakespeare, but could not supply any information about his missing son. He shook his head. Robert seemed to have disappeared somewhere in the half-forgotten past, but how or why was a mystery to him now, and Lydia hated to be questioned about her brother. In fact, she hated to be questioned about anything, he thought resentfully. "'especially her absent husband.' "'In his more lucid moments, "'George could see that it must be irritating for her. "'But now he sighed, rubbing his head "'as though that might stimulate the return "'of some long-lost memories. "'Yes, Robert, the golden boy. "'He had somehow slipped away. "'But there was a photograph, wasn't there? "'Or had he dreamed that?' Pushing himself up from the chair, he set off in search of it. But instead, he wandered into the kitchen with the vague idea of making himself a pot of tea. But once there, he forgot about the tea, and a few moments later, he found himself in the lavatory, where he stood staring out of the small window into the small back garden. His wife was dead, and he was at the mercy of his daughter. And there was his grandson, Adam, who should have been the light of his life, That's what grandchildren were supposed to be. But there was something wrong somewhere, and he and the boy did not properly relate to each other. 
The little boy seemed rather afraid of him for some obscure reason. George blamed the man his daughter had married. If the son-in-law was a spy, then little Adam was the son of a spy. He closed his eyes. My name is George Douglas Meacham. I am fifty years old and... and my darling daughter married a spy, he muttered, his face crinkling with sudden glee. She might deny it a thousand times, but he knew. Lydia walked at a brisk pace in an attempt to keep up with Adam, who was bowling a wooden hoop along the pavement. Her face was set in unhappy lines as she did her best to forget and forgive her father's latest outburst. She recognised that he was getting old and moving into a twilight world, and for much of the time she tried to overlook his little cruelties. Her mother had loved